Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. General Manager of your Kansas City Royals, J.J. Piccolo. J.J., I can't thank you enough for the time, and I was just mentioning it uh, but, but before the break. Uh, your position as it pertains to the big league club, it has to feel like you're standing next to a treadmill that's turned on full blast. And when this lockout ends, you got to jump on and run. Yes. No, it, it's going to go from zero to a hundred miles an hour pretty quickly. And, um, you know, I think we're, we're prepared. We've done enough talking and discussing on how we're going to come out of this thing and be ready to go. But, um, but we're, we'll be ready when that time comes, we'll be ready. Does anything jump out as first, uh, the number one priority when that green flag drops? Yeah, I, I think we need to make contact with our players first, and, and that largely will be the responsibility of our major league coaching staff to just reach out to the players and make sure they're doing fine, they're healthy, they're ready to go. Uh, that'll be a priority. And then, of course, you know, circling the wagons and talking to other clubs and finding out what teams are thinking, and along with contacting agents of free agents. So, really, you're just going to, you know, do the things we typically would do at the start of free agency and throughout the offseason. We're just going to be doing it very quickly and dispersing the duties amongst our front office to make sure we cover all of our bases. People can call me a homer all they want, but getting to know uh, you, Dayton, and the rest of this front office over the years, I have to imagine just that broken communication from young men you've known since they were teenagers has to be somewhat difficult as far as the young men on the 40-man roster. Yeah, it, it, it is difficult. Um, you know, we like to think that we communicate well, and I'm sure, you know, all the other clubs do also. But uh, it is something that we take a lot of pride in. Uh, we have a system in place and how we're going to communicate with players. Uh, of course, with the, you know, the, uh, I wouldn't say the advent of Zoom, but the, <laughs> the use of Zoom going up, uh, you know, over the last couple of years, we, we've had even better communication. So, to communicate at the level we're so used to 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 doing, uh, it's it's an extreme uh, change, and uh, it's a little bit uncomfortable in that we like to know where players are, especially this time of year, physically, what's going on in their personal lives, what's changed, um, just so we're a little bit more prepared and know what to expect when we start spring training. But um, you know that's not the case now, so we're just going to make the the best of it, but I like to think the relationships we have with our players 
uh, we'll hit the ground running and we'll we'll be just fine. Royals general manager JJ Piccolo on six ten Sports Radio. I don't know if uh, a coach or a front office personnel uh, is ever comfortable watching spring training games, hoping that their players avoid injury, but. How long, in your opinion, does spring training need to be for you to feel players' health isn't at risk? I think for the position players, there's a little bit less uh, of concern, uh, especially when you're talking about a, a club like our club where we, we have a lot of players returning. They're, they're well into their major league careers. They, they know how to get ready for the season. It's really just getting their legs underneath them and avoid lower leg, you know, lower body injuries. The pitching is a little bit different. Uh, you need time to build up your starting pitchers. The bullpen is, you know, fairly simple. You don't need a lot of time. But for the starters, you know, a four-week mark is, is you're probably pushing your limits at four weeks. And if you go back and look at the history of our starting pitchers, the first week of spring training games, you don't see a whole lot of innings being pitched by our starting pitchers. It's usually that second week of games where they really start getting going, and they get on their five-day rotation pretty quickly, and they leave here between 90 and 105 pitches pretty comfortably. So, you know, one week of potentially missed games, uh, you know, we'll still be fine. I think you you get past that, then there's a little more strategy and, you know, a little bit more of reality you're going to have to deal with come opening day. And, you know, that's where you're going to have to be strong in your bullpen, and there's going to some other guys are going to be built up to, to bridge the gap until our starters are ready to go 105, 110 pitches each outing. With the way that everyone had to adapt in, in 2020, would it be foolish for someone like me to assume that uh, guys that will compete for starting uh, rotation spots should assume to a certain extent that when I show up to spring training, um, I should maybe already be uh, two, three innings. Uh, my, my arm should already be yeah. stretched out somewhat. Yeah, and, and you know, that's something, you know, I, this is going to be my, I think, 19th spring training, and I'm amazed every year how much further along guys are uh, in, when they show up to spring training. They, they just approach the offseason so much differently. Uh, that there's a lot of comfort that our our pitchers are going to be prepared uh, when they get back, and of course there were discussions you know prior to December 1st uh, in the event uh, that that we lose communication. Here's what's expected, and you know where you need to be, you know on February 26th, on March 1st, on March 10th, uh, and I think our players will do a great job in being prepared to come in to be at those points. But there's also a reality of getting out here and laying your eyes on them, letting them throw a bullpen, let them throw live BPs uh, before we force them into games. You know, that's just, you know, you want to be as healthy as you can, not only to start the year, but throughout the year. If we try to go too fast, too early, uh, it may catch up to you at some point during the season. But I do think our pitchers, and knowing them as well as we do, they're going to be in great shape when they come, and I don't think they'll be far behind at all. It's going to be a matter of just getting a feel for where they think they are and what they need. And a majority of them, 26 or younger, uh, they better be in good shape when you're that young. Uh, but, yeah. but, 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 but to that point, I, I wonder, is there a, a benefit? Because uh, if your rotation was littered with 30-plus big league vets, 
uh, okay, maybe they understand how to take care of their body and prepare for 162. What's the benefit with the youth that you have in this rotation outside of the team control and talent, which is obvious? Uh, I, again, I think the, they're taking care of themselves well. I mean, really trust. I mean, you go back and if we went player by player, you're not going to find a guy in there that we've ever had a problem with not being in shape. Uh, the youth, I think, helps them in a lot of ways. Um, you know, and, and the one thing we we got to keep in mind too: a lot of our pitchers that are 25 and younger, they're not too far removed from a college season, and their routine prior to being a professional player was come back from Christmas and you have four weeks and they're playing games and they're they're pitching in games, going seven innings on February 15th, 16th, somewhere in there when the start of the college season opens up. So they're they're accustomed to it; their bodies have adapted. I think. Over time, what, what takes a little bit of getting used to is really the longer season than the college season, the, the fifth and sixth month of a, of a major league season. That's the, that's the change that players need to go through, and fortunately our young guys have already gone through that for a couple of years. So, so we feel very good that they'll, they'll be able to sort of weather that storm, so to speak. J.J. Piccolo, Royals general manager on 610 Sports Radio. So, how would you describe what free agency uh, is going to look like when, again, when, when we get the green light? Well, I, I think it, it probably won't be too dissimilar. It's just going to move a lot faster. Um, I don't think any player wants to not be signed uh, going into opening day. And there's you know examples the last few spring trainings, guys that signed late and they don't get off to the best start, so I think a lot of players are going to be anxious to sign. It doesn't mean they're going to sign easily, uh, but I think they're going to want to sign. They've probably had a chance to examine and study, you know, where are landing spots that I would like to be for my career, for my family. I think those things are going to be a lot more clear right now than it would in November or December uh, for a player. Uh, I would think the discussions between the player and their agents have been at a, at a very high level. Um, so I, I think they'll be prepared to have a little target list of who they'd like to sign with. So I think it'll move along pretty quickly, and then it's just a matter of you know, what, what's each team need. You know, where's the competition? You know, there's a couple big-name free agents that are still out there. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see where they land. And then there's just a lot of pitching that's still available. There's a lot of relief pitchers that are still on the market. Uh, there's going to be a trickle-down effect. More than likely, there's going to be some guys that are fully expecting to get major league deals that maybe have to take a non-roster invite to spring training. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that'll just that'll play out over the early part of March and maybe even the latter part of March for some non-roster invites. But uh, but it always has a way of working itself out. Um, I think everybody adapts well. Unfortunately, we've had a lot of practice in adapting to yeah. different different seasons, different scenarios the last two years, and this one's not going to be too much different. If history is any indicator, I, I, I assume that, that you and, and your front office have, you know who you want when that green flag drops. So obviously you can't give us names, but is it the bullpen? Is that where the attention uh, is, is laid as far as external options to improve this team? Yeah, that's, that's where we have said from the beginning of this offseason that we feel like we need a little bit more depth in the bullpen. 
some of that's uh, a desire not to have young pitchers making their, you know, pitching in their first major league season out of the bullpen. Doesn't mean that it can't happen. Uh, but there's there's a lot of relief pitchers out there with a lot of experience, a lot of playoff experience, uh, and I think that will help. You know, the likes of Josh DeMont and, and Barlow and Brents. You know, I mean, there there's a group there uh, that we already have in place that that needs some support, and um, you know that will be you know really where we look to attack. Um, there's some starting pitchers that are available right now that we wouldn't mind looking into. Yeah, and you're always looking to try to improve your offense somehow. But uh, if I had to rank them, the, the bullpen certainly would be at the top right now. You mentioned the offense. Uh, one name that you are allowed to discuss right now is is Bobby Witt Jr., a, a young man not on the 40-man roster as of yet. And look, with, with the questions about Major League Spring training, a guy like Bobby Witt was more than likely going to be once again rubbing elbows with the big leaguers in that big league clubhouse. How does the possible absence of Major League Spring Training hinder uh, the growth that, that could have been uh, uh, show, showcased by Bobby Witt this spring or anyone else invited to that big league camp? Well, I think it's, it's a little bit unfortunate, but I don't think it's going to be detrimental to Bobby Witt Jr.'s career. I, I think Bobby is uh, he's a resilient person. He's responded to every scenario that he's been in as a professional player, extremely well. He got that full experience last year. He got a little bit of a head start on it with summer camp the year before. Um, so he's got a lot of experience about in being around our guys. He's developed relationships with our players. And I think, like all young players should aspire to do, he's gained the respect of the veteran players by the way he goes about his business. So I you know, while it's unfortunate, I don't think it'll be detrimental. Um, you know, and I think we're probably not talking about a long period of time uh, <laughs> before the band's back together and yeah. just get to get to work. So we're not too concerned with that one, Vern. Opportunity for some of the minor leaguers maybe to catch the eye of a uh, look. The coaching staff knows them all already, but maybe will not be able to give the kind of attention that they now will be able to. Yeah, that that is uh, you know that is something that stands out a little bit because typically in spring training, <clears throat> a young player maybe in their first major league camp, maybe it's their first year on the roster. Um, you know, early on in camp, that's where they get a lot of at bats and a lot of innings uh, to to be thrown. Uh, and then as the veteran guys or the guys that have solidified themselves as starters for us in one way or or another. Uh, as they're starting to play every day <clears throat> or playing six, seven innings of a game, you know, we're good two weeks in the spring training. So that extended look uh, for a young player is maybe a little bit in jeopardy, but uh, I think some of the players just looking at our roster, a lot of our players have had that opportunity already, and Mike Mateen and his staff are very familiar with those guys. And uh, I, I don't think it's going to be, you know, yeah, too detrimental to their careers either, but it is a nice time for them to just get out there and play and, and face major league pitchers and play in the, the major league exhibition games. So we'll miss that a little bit, but at the end of the day, I still think uh, the experiences that they'll gain out of being in major league camp will be as beneficial to their careers as any other year. And then I mentioned this in the open. It's probably the question I get asked more often than not, because the average Royals fan looks at this young rotation and at these 
this lineup from a year ago and the young bats that are likely to join them at some point this season. It says that's all well and good, uh, but we had these players last season. Is it unfair to even ask a general manager who is uh, yet to be able to really dabble in free agency to go through arbitration, possible trades and everything that could transpire before opening day? Is it unfair to ask uh, the improvement from 2022 compared to 2021? Well, we, we've been saying this internally uh, since, really since we were finishing out the 21 season that that our improvement in 22 is largely going to be based on the development of our own players, whether it's the young pitchers that have already been in the major leagues and have had a chance to go through you know, Brady Singer's case and Chris Bubich's pretty much two seasons, Daniel Lynch, Jackson Coar. You know, got their feet wet last year, but our improvement is going to be largely based on their improvements, and that's something we've talked a lot about internally. And the same is to be said for, you know, the Prados and the Melendezes, Bobby Witt Juniors. You know, their their introduction to the major leagues is going to be what it is, but their improvement and how quickly they make adjustments and how well we work with those players and help them get through some of those hurdles they're going to have, like all the young players do. That's on us. That's on our. That's on our coaches. That's on our development system uh, to help them get through those times. So, 22. Our successes in 22 are largely going to be based on our improvements in our development of our players. If we can add a few players around what we already have, that's great. But regardless, those players have to get better. You know, if we're going to win and we're going to compete for a division title. And being the playoffs, those players have to improve. And it usually takes one to two years to three years uh, of adjustments to the major leagues to really start to see what type of player that player is going to be in the major leagues. And, again, that falls on us, and we need to be responsible for their improvement. Royals general manager J.J. Piccolo, always generous with your time. J.J., I appreciate it. I'll see you next week in Arizona. Thanks again. Sounds good, Burn. Thank you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.